Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. This is Out and About with Antoinette. It's a podcast where I get an opportunity to interview some amazing people who are from in and around the state of Delaware that are doing positive things in their communities. And today I'm super excited because my special guest is Dr. Eunice Guamicia. I call her Dr. G. She's a PhD, an MSN, an MSHCA, and an RN. And she is an award-winning thought leader with more than 20 years of success as a registered nurse, professor, and diversity, equity, and inclusion advocate. Dr. G is a prolific author and a speaker who made her way across the globe from Cameroon to the United States. And Dr. G engaging students in the classroom, workplace, and around the world in conversations about diversity, cultural differences, and how to use them to improve organizational performance. She possesses a master's degree in nursing and health administration, a PhD in nursing, a professional coaching certification, and several DEI related certificates. She's worked as an RN in various medical centers and taught nursing for 13 years at our alma mater, Delaware State University, and she graduated 200 plus certified nursing assistants from Always Healthcare Services, a trade school that she established. Now in 2017, Dr. G founded Unity Solutions, and its purpose was to help organizations maximize human capital through cultural awareness and the appreciation of differences. She founded and leads the Caregiver Support Foundation, serves on various committees with the Delaware Black Chamber of Commerce and Delaware African Caribbean Affairs Commission. And you know what? She is highly regarded because she is highly active in her community, which is why today it is truly an honor to have on Out and About with Antoinette, Dr. Eunice Guamicia. Welcome, Dr. G. Thank you. Thank you, Antoinette. A pleasure to be here, Anna. And thank you so much for having me on your show. And first, I would like to congratulate you on the completion of your new book, The Power of Your Identity, The Power of Knowing Who You Are. Power identity, power, knowing who you are. Come on, tell us more about this book. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you say it and how you emphasize that power. You get me excited. Listen, I am, thank you for that question. I am super, super excited. And um, I guess we're all getting excited about this book. And um, it has been a book that's been long time coming. And as you read in my bio, I have had quite an interesting journey around the world. And my failures earlier on in my life took me around the world through Canada to the United States and into the first state of Delaware, where I was really met with a transformation. One day I was carrying a conversation with a stranger who advised me not to apply for a job simply because I had a heavy accent, because I was a woman and because I was an immigrant. You can imagine how I felt in that moment. Very sad, disappointed, disgusted. My heart was bleeding. 
Have you been in that position where you found yourself speechless? You could not find words to express yourself. In that moment, all I could think of was, is my skin color a predeterminant to a job opportunity? Is my accent what is going to determine my value as a human being? I'm sure you have felt the same way if you were in that position, thinking discrimination, racism, which I never grew up knowing. But that's what they've been taught, that when you're different, you look different, you sound different, you're less of a human. The media and all those people who think skin color matters so much. But... We recently just celebrated Martin Luther King's birthday, right? But mm -hmm. he once said, you choose to be a thermostat or a thermometer. Why did he say a thermostat? He said a thermostat because you have a choice of how you're going to behave and how you're going to treat people. Because if you're a thermometer, if you take your temperature and it's 100 and something, the only way you can bring it down is by taking medication. But you as a human, being a thermostat, you can control whether you want to be hot or cold. And that goes the same whether you're going to choose how you would treat people, whether nicely or badly. And then Kofi Annan also said, we all may have different religions. We all may have different skin colors, but we're all of the human race. And so I say today, we all have our differences, but these differences are man-made. But we must choose to embrace those differences so that together we can grow as uh, personally and professionally. So I wrote this book because of those lessons that through this journey, I have come to embrace. I have learned, and so I don't dwell on those challenges that I met along the way. I dwell on the lessons and carrying those lessons forward. Whether it was me adapting to a new environment, whether it was me helping to navigate my kids through the school system, or whether it was me raising my special needs child or my child with disabilities. So all of these things, carrying conversations with my children at home, I realized that they were beginning, even in the 21st century, to experience the same things that I experienced back in the 90s when I first arrived in the United States. So it dawned on me that we must leave a legacy for our kids, that we have to start these conversations around the kitchen table because our kids as young as middle school age start to retain the information that we tell them. They start to mimic those actions and behaviors and words we're using around them right at the kitchen table. So what legacy are we leaving for our children? What type of world do we wanna leave for our children? That is why I decided to write this book, not only for my children, but for our children, so that we can prepare them to gain that self-confidence that self-image, that self-security, so they can go out into the world boldly with that confidence to conquer the world. But most importantly, to know that it's okay to see someone who looks different, to see someone who eats a different type of food, to see someone who may have a disability and be able to help them, that it's okay to have a friend who is not from the same religious background or from the same culture or come from the same country and be just fine. And also that teachers know that these kids coming into the classrooms come from different environments and learn how to create a safe and non-judgmental classroom to meet the kids where they are, not just teacher curriculum that has been handed down to them. So that's how this book came about. And did I not tell you that this was powerful? The legacy in which we leave is very powerful. Dr. G, what you have said when you are, again, when you choose to give back, 
your legacy is better for it. Our children need to know that. The dinner table conversation has been replaced by electronic devices. Absolutely. That is showing highlight reels, not the mm -hmm. real reels. Mm -hmm. So that when our children are out there, it's hard for them to understand that someone may have a difference, mm -hmm. know how to deal with that difference. We are in mm -hmm. this together. Again, Absolutely. I grew up in an area where my grandmom said the same thing. Don't ever think that the, the, the complexion and the hair is going to get you any further if you don't mm -hmm. do the work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how about our kids when they in these environments, if we haven't talked to them about it, right? Socialization absolutely has to start at home because they're going to spend a good time at home before they go out into the school system. So if we do not socialize them, we are the first educators. The parents are the first educators while we're trying to socialize them at home. So if we do not set that foundation and make them proud of who they are and where they come from, then when they get into an environment without knowing that there are differences and they're going to meet people who may not tolerate them, then they find themselves into an identity crisis and they start to wonder, where am I? Who am I? And they get into that mindset of being a culture fit and not a culture ad because of a sudden a child comes into an environment, they want to be within that circle. Think of a high school child, maybe come from, say, Jamaica, maybe from a Baptist background, but meets a child from maybe the Gambia and celebrates Islamic religion, right? And they come together. Naturally, they're not going to start talking about their religion and their culture. But if they were taught these values and beliefs and the norms of their culture, now with this new environment and that conversation comes up, they will know to share those values because that's what they've grown up knowing. That's what their parents have educated them and taught them at home. And this is how they celebrated those different holidays at home. Then now they can feel comfortable with sharing with their friends confidently. This is how we did it. Now I know why you're doing things the way you're doing it and respecting those norms and staying within their lane. But what they're doing is adding value but not just fitting in and giving up their culture. What I call a salad bowl, because if you yeah. think of a beautifully made salad, mm -hmm. a salad has its unique ingredients, all ingredients maintaining its own unique texture. So you're coming in with your own unique values and skills. You're holding on to those values, but you're adding value to the table, to that decision-making, to that music that you all are dancing. You're being given a voice in the room. They're not letting you sit on the menu but you're allowed to have a voice at the table, bringing that creativity, that innovation, regardless of what community you now find yourself. So if we just remind our kids, you will be a culture ad and not yes. a culture fit. I love that. Then we're going somewhere. I love that, love that, love that. The culture ad, not the cultural fit. Because that used to be a, a term, you know, um, like you use the analogy of the salad bowl. It was, you know, we were a melting pot. Remember when the melting pot meant something just like I love your book the cover of your book reminds me of the the 70s when you know um what was that commercial the coca-cola commercial you know <laughs> all the kids were holding hands and you know and it sounds cheesy but 
it, it was something about it that made everyone feel like they were part of something bigger, something bigger than themselves. And mm -hmm. that's why, you know, the power of your identity, the power of knowing who you are, we have to put that in our children when they are young. Mm -hmm. They need Absolutely. to realize that they have power. And I understand completely, mm -hmm. you know, I grew, my kids grew up in the neighborhood, you know, mm -hmm. and I said, Malik, there's certain things you can do. And there's going to be certain things you can't do. And you're going to be accused just because of who you are. And mm -hmm. he said, mom, mm -hmm. mom, you're just being prejudiced. Mom, mom, this, that, and the other until he had an encounter and put mm -hmm. it to that way. And I'll leave it like that. Yeah. And that yeah. encounter opened his eyes. Yep. Yep. And and if, if you were not in a position to explain that to him, they won't see it. And then even when I look at from another angle, the immigrant students or immigrant children, some of them are born here. Like my daughter, for example, will never, my children will never get a chance to go live in Africa. But then the school system here, she considers herself an African child because her parents are African. But she also realized that she is within the American system She's going to be viewed as a black person first before she's viewed as an African. But she knows her values that we're teaching her at home. But she has this identity issue where she has to explain over and over why she's eating what she's eating to a point where sometimes she doesn't want to be bothered taking her food to school because she spends half of her lunch time explaining to people what she's eating and why it's taking her so long to heat up her food and why she has to preserve her food in a certain way compared to those who would just open up a sandwich and eat it. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But then she's like, mom, it's not that I don't want to take my food. It's just the fact that it's taking my personal time of when I could go out and take a walk and get back to my studies than to sit there and explain things over and over and have people trying to smell my food. It is just rude. You know, so it's like, okay, how can we just become aware that it is the same food. We just cook it differently with different ingredients, making it smell different right. and be respectful and keep an open mind and just taste it. It's nutritious. It may smell different, you know, <laughs> but it's just, what if something drops from that nose into somebody's food? And I experienced the same things when I was here, you know, in at the hospital, one of my best friends today is one of those that used to talk to me and roll her eyes and say, where you come from again? from across the waters with that extra A in the middle. Mm -hmm. And one day I called her and said, you're being very condescending and I don't appreciate it. And truly she never realized that's how expressions when she was talking to me and she said, I am so sorry. You're one of those people that talk, teach me something and I get it. I would never do that to you intentionally. And so I realized in that moment that people truly do not know what they don't know. But it also taught me a lesson about conflict resolution. Mm -hmm. When you have a disagreement, it's good to nip it right in the butt. And with this issue of diversity, equity, and inclusion, if we just listen to understand and not to be understood, sometimes we can de-escalate a lot of situations before it gets out of hand. Because we have preconceived notions and we jump at it, make assumptions, mm -hmm. and just let it go. And then it just keeps going. We get angry over the discrimination and the racism without talking. Communication, as difficult as it is, will resolve some of these issues, at least get us talking about them. Right, right. Because so that's what we should start teaching our children. Exactly. And not because everyone's not going to agree with everyone else, mm -hmm. but that does not mean that it, you know, you can have friends, like you said, of different uh, religions, but you're still mm -hmm. friends. Yes. You know, um, 
I, 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 that brings back like, the, you know, the, the term unequally yoked. Some people would say that, you know, meaning that if you weren't of the same religion, you're married, if not the same religion, you were unequally yoked. Well, my husband is a Muslim and I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. We've been married for 32 years. Mm -hmm. We are definitely equally yoked because we're mm -hmm. going, in, we believe in the same, we're, we're going into the same direction mm -hmm. in life. We're raising our sons. We're living life. We know. But we'll sit there at the kitchen table and he'll be reading the Holy Quran and I'll be reading the Holy Bible. And again, 32 years, we are equally yoked. So it's really exactly. accepting people, understanding people. And if you don't agree, that's what makes us different. That is, mm -hmm. you know, the diversity. The problem is we have diversity, but we don't have equity. And mm -hmm. we definitely are fighting for inclusion. And that's mm -hmm. a whole nother subject for a whole nother day because, Absolutely. you know, you've been doing this for a long, and I have to tell people, you recently took a vacation. <laughs> now, I hope you, hey, I'm social media all day per day, right? So I'm always looking at these highlight reels. Uh, Miss, Miss Missy here, Dr. G here has pictures <laughs> walking with lions. And let me tell you how I felt. I felt that this was something that was so godly. It's like as man, as humans, as am, we should be able to walk this earth together. Yeah. In no fear. Because we're all after a same goal. And those pictures just, I mean, and you have other pictures too, but the, the, the lion one, you know, I, we talked about this before. Yes, we, we sure did. And I think you and I have even talked about coexistence as humans. Yes. And with the lion and the lioness just led us into the jungle or their den comfortably. They did not feel threatened and letting us walk behind them and even turning around and looking at the, the lion, making sure the lioness was okay. And at some point he hopped right onto the tree and we stand in front of him and take two pictures and like we said before, how could the lion do that? But us humans are threatened when we see somebody that's either doing something that we don't have. We get threatened by someone who is either an expert in some area. Instead of trying to learn that thing, we try to get jealous and feel like we should all be at the same level. When in fact, your strength is not somebody else's strength. And if we put our strengths together, we can be stronger. Our different perspectives do not make us weak. It makes us stronger. But that was just proof that, yes, we can coexist if we allow ourselves to do that. That was just a great reminder. And I'm glad you brought that up because I, I had me a good time. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give that. that we need to continue fighting for this inclusion. And just remember, I believe it was Michelangelo who even said, in every brick of stone, there is a statue. And it is up to the work of the sculptor to discover that statue. So in every community that we live in we must allow everyone or help each other discover that statue in every single human being because there is potential and that hidden statue but if we do not give the non the safe and non-judgmental space for people to birth that potential that unique skill and that unique talent that only that individual has there are no two people with the same set of skills and talents then we will never have it if we just shut it down, then we have no innovation, no creativity. 
So let us just allow room for that statue to be birthed from each other. And Dr. G, you are so eloquent, which is a perfect segue. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, I want to talk more with you to learn about you, your company, Unity Solutions, um, your services. Your, you are a phenomenal, phenomenal speaker, a phenomenal workshop leader, just a phenomenal person. So we're going to take this quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation. We're going to learn more about uh, Unity Solutions, more about Dr. G and how you can work with her, how you can bring her to your company, to your business, to your organization, because she is a, she just has so much valuable information. So let's take this quick break. We'll be right back. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms by using the Linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. We'll be right back. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Are you ready to join the billion-dollar podcasting industry? If so, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is ready for you. Whether you're just starting out and have no equipment or you are a seasoned pro but need help with production, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio has everything you need. Conveniently located in Middletown, Delaware, Blake's state-of-the-art production facilities make producing your first or 100th podcast a breeze. No matter what kind of project you have in mind, the professionals at Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio can help with your production or give you the tools to produce it on your own. At the heart of Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is award-winning blogger, vlogger, and CEO Antoinette Blake. And her goal is simple, to help one more entrepreneur be successful. So stop making excuses and start making your podcast, audiobook, e-course, and other online dreams come true. Call Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio now. 302-261-3530. That's 302-261-3530. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake, the CEO of A. Blake Enterprises, and here on Out and About with Antoinette every week on a Wednesday, I am interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing positive things in their communities. And not only is Dr. G, Dr. Eunice Wamisia, a powerful speaker, but she has a new book, The Power of Your Identity, The Power of Knowing Who You Are. And this powerful woman is on the move. And I am so honored to have her here. And, you know, she gets kudos. Her, she's in her season. 
She is in her season. She is receiving accolades and awards left and right. President's Volunteer Service Award. Phenomenal Woman, That's You Award. Dr. G, tell us, what you, you are just a powerhouse. <laughs> I love you so much. Congratulations. What is happening? First of all, tell me a little bit about, you know, the great award ceremonies, but more so, I want you to talk about what you can provide for others via Unity Solutions. Awesome. Thank you so much. So eUnity Solutions, we are a consulting company out of Magnolia, Delaware, and we've been in business for five years. We do business with small to large-sized companies across the uh, nation and even internationally. We, provide, we help organizations improve workforce diversity. We teach them how to embrace cultural differences using a human-centered approach to really nurture a culture of inclusion and belonging. So our very passionate, compassionate, and educated staff make us one of the most unique tea consulting companies in the region. So why don't you let us help you with your workforce challenges so that you can improve team performance, improve your internal and external customer relations. And you can reach us for one of our services through email, Follow us on our social media platforms. We do speaking, we do conferences, we do workshops, like Antoinette said, with facilitating your company workshops, whether it's conferences. We also provide CPR training. Um, we do annual conferences on diversity, equity, and inclusion. We also do NCLEX uh, preparations on the site for nursing students, if you're interested in that. So just hit up us on our website, www.eunitysolutions.com and you would see all our services and you can also contact us through the website. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And I'm gonna put this in the show notes because again, you know, what you have done, you and your team has done for a long time. I mean, this is something that is not new. This is something that you've been doing. You've been working hard on and it, but today it's very timely. Today in this work environment is so needed. You know, so to have you and your team um, come in to help those that need it, it's, this is the service. This is not a fly by night. This has been around for a while. So, you know, I'm going to leave this. I'm going to leave all the points of contact for people to get a hold of you. But uh, Miss Award winning President <laughs> Volunteer Service Award and Miss Phenomenal Woman, that's you. <laughs> award that's so cool the phenomenal woman that's you award that's you right that's you girl you know how to do it congratulations thank you thank you that had to be and you know that i mean you know i guess we're all humble in our own way and you know we do what we do because we love what we do we have a very pat we're passionate for and we do hope that we touch someone and and you know we we leave a legacy because like you i i uh, have a son with a disability and we think of their future right we want to make sure that they're okay that people will look at them the same way that they look at anybody else and as mothers of, of black sons black women with black sons we know that the world's not looking at them the same you know and it's mm -hmm. hard and sometimes, you know, yeah, we can be strong and passionate, but, you know, when we lay head to pillow, we're thinking and we're praying, God, please mm -hmm. take care of them. Please watch over them because we know one day we're not going to be here, right? To, to protect exactly. them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, the awards, I was very honored and um, 
you know, the first thing you ask yourself when you get contacted for these awards is like, why me? You know, then as you think more about it, you then say, but why not me, right? Because you just do it, do it, but you never think of, you don't do it expecting any reward. But when it does come, you take a step back and you say, wow, okay, I will receive it. But then you 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 give credit to those who allow you to lean on their shoulders because you don't do it single-handedly because their sisters, their brothers out there mm -hmm. that really allow you cry on their shoulder, allow, uplift you, empower you, encourage you to keep going. And that's how, exactly how I felt. And that's afterwards I did do a post just thanking everyone for allowing me to lean on their shoulders because I know that it's not by my own doing. It's everyone that supports me and encourages me to keep going. Because sometimes there are days when you think I just cannot do this, but just those people, sometimes it's just a single word that keeps you going. When you're in your dark moments, it's like you can do this or just something somebody says and not without you even sharing what you're going through that empowers you or encourages you and inspires you to just keep being you. And I think that means the world to me. And this Phenomenal Woman Award was just out of the blue. Somebody all the way from Florida, just hearing my story and reading about me and reach out to me from my sister keeper organization and said, Dr. G, your story is very inspirational and we would love to acknowledge you for what, everything you have done. I was like, me, why? And that's how it was. And the, the award ceremony itself was, I mean, listening to everybody was 43 women in total. Every, a lot of power in the room, a lot of excellence, and just hearing everyone's story just reminded me that you're never in this world going through anything by yourself. Somebody has a story, and your story is never the worst. But most importantly is never go to your dying to your uh, grave without sharing your story, because somebody is just waiting for you to share that story to inspire them. Some, your story can change somebody's life. And that's, and that's beautiful because, you know, we all are unique in our own um, individual way. And I always say that, you know, God, our, you know, our gift from God is life. And what we do with that life is our gift back to him. And mm -hmm. our give back, you never know who it's going to touch. You never mm -hmm. know who it's going to reach. And we may never know. We may never mm -hmm. be here, but it's all about the give back. So that's why, you know, I love having this uh, podcast as a platform to showcase and to um, expose people that are really doing something. It's all about the give back. So I always ask my guests before they leave, they have to give us a wow, words of wisdom. So Dr. <laughs> G, what is your wow? Well, my wow, like I always say, you are the captain of your ship. You cannot keep doing the same thing and not getting changed and expecting otherwise. So you have got to pivot. So that change that you want must begin with you. So do not wait for tomorrow. Whatever you need to do, as my father always said, do it today. Make that change because you are the captain of your ship. Nobody's going to do it for you. It may just mean getting out of certain circles. It doesn't mean you don't like them. It doesn't mean you're putting them away. You just have to do you and take care of you first and the rest will fall in place. So just make that change today. That's my wow. Thank you. Thank you. That's so powerful. And I, you know, you, again, you have, um, you are touching so many people and you are helping so many people. And I am truly blessed to have met you and to be a part of your circle 
um, not your inner circle, but a little part of your circle. Um, so <laughs> my inner circle. no, I mean, you know, everyone has their inner circles and, you know, it's like in this, it, it's a seasonal thing, right? It's a seasonal mm. thing. You're in a person's life for a reason and a season. So I'm glad to be in your life for a reason in this season. So thank you again so very much. May God continue to bless you, your mission and your vision. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And I want to thank you. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of Out and About with Antoinette, because every week I have the honor and the privilege of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing positive things in their own communities. And if you or someone you know would be a good guest for Out and About with Antoinette, please send an email to info at ablakeenterprises.com. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms, including my blog and my blog by simply using the link tree ID, A Blake Enterprises. Thank you for listening. And please share this podcast link with your family, your friends, your bae and your boo too. And until the next time, stay smart, stay safe and stay social because I will see you in cyberspace. See ya, it's the Z-E Diva, a.k.a. the Delaware Blogger, wishing you and yours a beautifully blessed day. Bye-bye.